0: Hey, everybody, today on The Charlie Kirk Show, Rich Barris from Big Data Poll. We talk about who has the advantage right now, Trump or Biden. The answer might surprise you. Who should Trump choose as vice president? As we go through a rapid fire 2024 conversation, you're going to love it. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. That's freedom at charliekirk.com. Subscribe to our podcast. Open up your podcast app and type in Charlie Kirk Show and get involved. Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. That is TPUSA.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. A company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at NobleGoldInvestments.com. That is NobleGoldInvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com. Joining us now is Rich Bears from Big Data Poll. Big Data Poll. Rich, lots to talk about. Let's cue uh, it up with yeah. Cut88. Quinnipiac has Biden up on Trump, six points, 50 to 44. This poll does have Haley doing better against Biden than Trump. She has got him, according to Quinnipiac, by 5, 47 to 42 nationally. And we may also have an answer to the question, who do third party candidates hurt? Ultimately, according to this poll, they hurt Trump because both Biden and Trump lose support when polled against the major third parties. But Biden still wins. Rich, what's going on here?
1: Uh, let me, first of all, thanks for having me, Charlie. Let me preface this with like the Fox News has the worst political an- analyst ever. Uh, the margin shrunk when you added the third parties. And I'm not even saying I agree with the analysis or what the poll said. But listen, folks, uh, you know, aggregates uh, are are better for a reason. There have been, uh, you know, some polls, obviously, they're not all created equal. Quinnipiac, listen, they did all right in the midterms. Uh, they've had a rough go. Uh, and presidential elections are a lot different to poll than midterms. You're talking about a lot more people. Uh, and that's sometimes a little bit tricky. There's some things in that poll, Charlie, that jumped right out at me. You know, the white vote is ridiculous and unbelievable. The participation among Republicans, and we don't wait for party ID, but we make sure all our other demographics are. Um, when we, when we do rake weight are our representative and that gives us the party identification, but in that particular poll, there are fewer Republicans who voted in 08, Charlie. I mean, there's a lot, honestly, there's a lot wrong with that poll. And then obviously when you had those third party candidates, it tightened the margin. So Fox couldn't wait to jump on this aggregates. There's always going to, could be an outlier, uh, could not be, but it is right now in the aggregate. And, uh, you know, the forces of Haley and Murdoch are going to be dying to to jump on a poll that's an outlier at this point.
0: So. So, you know, Rich, I want to just I'm the I'm the caution guy because I looked at this poll here. Bloomberg Morning Consult Trump up three in Arizona, five in Michigan, 10 in North Carolina, weird stuff there too. five in Wisconsin, three in Pennsylvania, eight in Nevada, eight in Georgia. I don't believe it. I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't believe it. I think that if Trump were to be up, it'd be one or two points. I don't think we've seen the deployment of all of Biden's money. What What is yeah, the current – forget all this other nonsense. What is the rich, barest, big data poll state of the race?
1: It's going to be a close election. Trump is a favor – is favored right now. I don't think anybody can seriously argue he's not a slight favorite. However, uh, you and I know um, this is the modern world. This is modern American elections. They will be close. And the impact of third-party candidates – you and I have talked a lot about this over the last, mm-hmm. what, six, eight months – I do not think that it's defined clearly by a national poll. When we get into states like Pennsylvania, uh RFK clearly hurts Donald Trump in multiple polls we've conducted there now. In other states, it looks like it may help him a little bit, but it is not at all decided. Listen, The bottom line is, look at how much Joe Biden raised last quarter, Charlie. He raised $100 million. Republicans in this pointless primary, I'm sorry, it's just reality, and I deal with strategy, have spent more than one-third now almost, and by the time it's done, it'll be more than this, of Mitt Romney's entire budget against Barack Obama in 2012. Not the primary budget, not just the general election budget. Everything and Joe Biden is raising money now, hand over fist, and they will kick this vote gathering in in high gear. They're not going to just you know um, you know let it go. They have a template. They know how to chase votes. They're going to chase them, Charlie. They're gonna.
0: Yeah, it's so, closer. So so let's talk about the third party stuff. Just it, does Trump need to start to go negative on RFK? Does he need to kind of run a two part race, realizing yeah. he has two types of opponents? Do you think? And where currently, with the actual data you trust, is a majority of what RFK is pulling from?
1: Yeah, I would say wait still for two reasons. Well, one reason particularly, we don't know what states fully yet. He's going to be on the ballot. That's why he's now running to the Libertarian Party, trying to take that away from Lars Mapstead, so he could use their infrastructure. We'll see how that goes because I think the line of attack is different. If he does end up on the Libertarian ballot, uh, you know, ticket, Charlie, I think that you're talking about a different uh, line of attack. But here's why I've I've been. Um, on the side of RFK hurts Trump, more than helps him for a while now, even though our national polling suggested it might help Trump in the popular vote a little bit. The bottom line is where this election will be won in the states where it matters. They are disproportionately non-college, white working class. They have an outside say in the electorate. You know, this, uh, you know, educated Valium wine drinking mom is not coming back. It doesn't matter if Trump's the nominee or Nikki Haley's the nominee. The people who are voting for Nikki in the primary now will vote for Joe Biden in the general election. We know this. We've interviewed thousands of them at this point. They are The votes that RFK are, is getting are coming from lower propensity, non-college voters. Bottom line, that's a problem for Donald Trump. Uh, that's it. So, you know, I, I know that it's gone back and forth here, man. But if you add West and Stein and everybody else to the ballot, then it's a bit of a different story. But right now you may not be able to do that because RFK may take Lars Mapstead off of that equation. So uh, who is the favorite for libertarians? People don't know who I'm talking about. But, um, uh, you know, with with just RFK, it hurts Trump. It hurts Trump.
0: Okay, Kirk fans, I need you to stop and pay attention to this. If you deal with exhaustion, brain fog, mood swings, or food cravings, if you're constantly getting sick or simply lack the zeal you used to have in life, then I have some news for you. While back, I found a liquid supplement called Strong Cell, and it changed my health in a very profound way. I take it every single day. Look, I knew I had to partner with them. I did the research. Google and look up online what happens when you mix NADH with CoQ10 and marine collagen. It's simple. Every area of your body has cells. So if your cells are healthier, then you will also be healthier. You don't have to take my word for it. Listen to one of these testimonials. After taking Strong Cell for six weeks, I found improvement in many areas, less shoulder pain, improved mental clarity, increased natural energy, and so much more. I'm thankful that Charlie Kirk recommended this to his listeners. Rebecca says, I absolutely love Strong Cell. At first, I didn't think it would make much of a difference for my chronic fatigue, depression, and anxiety. But I thought I'd give it a chance. I've tried to find depression meds for 10 years. And since you, Strong Cell, I'm feeling better than I ever have on depression medication. Customer for Life, thank you, Charlie Kirk, for recommending this product. So there it is. You've heard from me directly and some of the users who have seen their lives changed by Strong Cell. I personally recommend taking it every day for at least 30 days. I take it every day before I go on the air. And it's helped me in more ways than I can even name. Each of our bodies is very different. So I would recommend you give the supplement at least two to three months to see the changes in your body. Go to strongcell.com and learn more for yourself. That's strongcell.com forward slash Charlie. And don't forget to use discount code Charlie at checkout to get your special 20% discount for Kirk listeners. Or you can call 888-596-0155 to order over the phone. That is 888-596-0155. Or visit StrongSail.com forward slash Charlie. So, so Rich, just look, let's pretend all the polls were put aside. And if you were just looking yeah. analytically at which side has a better infrastructure, money, the boring stuff, cash on hands, who has the advantage and what does Trump need to do to improve his standing?
1: Democrats have the advantage hands down they do they have the house is raising money hand over fist um the republican party has wasted their time with the rnc i'm sorry the democrats do not centralize things the way that um that rep- that republicans in the modern era have decided to centralize uh they need To spend more of, you know, they need to stop spending money on the primary. I'm sorry, but that's number one. I'm not saying he can do that right now, but if Republicans were smart, they would do that. They are way behind. They need to go, Charlie, there are two groups of voters that they need to target. There's. Obviously, the lower propensity or what we call unlikely voter, uh, which is, uh, again, in this latest round of polls, you can see that uh, Trump is, even in the Minnesota poll that just came out from Survey USA. it's close. Biden is doing terrible in that state. He should be winning it easily. Trump is only that close because the unlikely voter is double digits for Trump. He's got to get them out, and there are many ways that 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 can be done, but all of which cost money. And then, of course, there's a... Wealth of voters who are not registered. I mean, Trump does even better in the adult samples. Uh, You know, we've talked about these different groups before. You know, there are different ways to target them. You have people like, um, you know, Scott Pressler out there going to gun shows. I mean, that's certainly the way to do it. But there is uh, there's a lot. uh, There's huge disparity. There's a huge gap between uh Republicans and their infrastructure their ability to get people out and what Democrats have it's it's massive we could spend an entire show uh, talking about this, not to mention what Nikki Haley is doing right now is going to wind up costing the party millions and millions of dollars. The data is going to be dirty. That's going to cost a fortune to clean up some of it. Why? Do, why is that? I mean, I've talked about this a little bit, uh, but this effort to get Democrats and behavioral Democrats who are independents to go vote for her in a primary for data guys like us, is going to throw uh, a signal. It's going to add an attribute to a voter's record that oh, that's a Republican primary voter. So go out and try to get them in the general election. And you're going to have walkers with doors slammed in their face. You're going to have worthless mailers sent out. You know, digital targeting that's completely useless. It will. It's it, there's a massive problem right now with the way Republicans are moving forward, and they just they don't have time. You know, to clean this up really soon. They got to get it together um, like yesterday. So can you just, and you know where my opinion
0: is on this, but I mean, how serious is this RNC problem, Rich? The worst fundraising total since 1993, inflation adjusted. That's a 30-year low. What's going on here?
1: <laughs> it's bad. This is, again, because Republicans too uh, have, have, for the most part in the modern era, especially post uh, but they always were like this. They chose to somewhat centralize uh, their party infrastructure and the Democrats, again, they don't do that. So you have the D triple C C doing their thing. You have third party groups doing their thing. Um, the DNC is basically has been broke for a while. They just don't care because they don't operate that much because Republicans, all the Rolodexes, Charlie, all the campaign consultants. I mean, the vultures, you know, the cons- look at how much they spent on consultants. Did you see that report yep, the other I day? Did. I did it's outrageous or flowers, Charlie, 70,000 I, on they, flowers. They, Unbelievable. They spent millions of dollars to have a seat at the table while there were certain AI tools being developed. I I got that seat for free <laughs> just because they wanted input. I mean, it's, it's just un- incredible how the Republican Party does this stuff. It's it is uh, really bad. And this is what I worry about. You know, uh, come November, you know, the Wednesday after the election, uh, Trump wins. Let's say this scenario plays out. Turnout is big. Uh, You know, they're going to want to take credit for that, Charlie. Like they pulled themselves out of the doldrum or something at the last minute. Uh, Meanwhile, you know and I know that it would have been the work of uh, people that are not even in front of the camera uh, that would do. And plus, Trump is a turnout machine. But Trump has got one more election under his belt, Charlie, when he's gone. All of these opportunities to get all of this infrastructure and these voters that we are talking about will be gone. So they have to turn, they have to right this ship quick. Hey everybody, Charlie Kirk here. What an unbelievable start to
0: 2024. We had last month saving babies with preborn by providing ultrasounds. And we're doing again this year what we did last year. We're going to stand for life because remaining silent in the face of the most radically pro death administration is not an option. As Sir Edmund Burke said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing, and we're not going to do nothing. Your gift to preborn will give a girl the truth about what's happening in her body so that she can make the right choice. $280 can save 10 babies, $28 a month can save a baby a month all year long. And a $15,000 gift will provide a complete ultrasound machine that will save thousands of babies for years and years to come. And will also save moms from a lifetime of pain and regret. Call 833-850-2229. That's 833-850-2229. Or click on the preborn banner at charliekirk.com. That is charliekirk.com and click on the preborn banner. Also save moms from a lifetime of pain and regret. I'm a donor to this organization. They're terrific. Go to charliekirk.com, click on the preborn banner. So Rich talk about yeah the turnout machine that Trump is can it forgive basically let's basically if the RNC is is like kaput can R, can Trump make up for that
1: Well we saw him do it in 2016 uh and we're watching these primaries even with low turnout in Iowa Charlie uh he still got enormous number of votes himself he broke records and then in New Hampshire um, with thirty-seven million dollars spent trying to get Democrats to cross over, uh, any normal person would have been beaten, probably, or very. They would have tightened it, you know, to a lot closer than it was. But again, he not only beat his own record, beat John McCain's record, then he beat Bernie's record. Twelve percent of the entire population of New Hampshire, not voter, the entire population of New Hampshire, voted for Donald Trump in the primary, which is crazy. Um, more than twelve. Uh, But, you know, this is again, this is not 2016. So it's like, do you want to leave that up to chance? Uh, He's going to drive out a massive number of people. But when we study unlikely voters, those who tell us, you know what, I'm just I'm done with the process. Only Donald Trump is cited when we ask them who could motivate you to go out to vote. But there's still uh, only about it's a little less than 40 percent that look to be really pushable with you know on their own uh that it can that it can happen organically the rest they need to be nudged a hard so uh, again why would you leave that up to chance charlie you know i mean yeah i guess it's I a just, coin flip but why yeah. why would you do it and, and imagine rich
0: machine plus trump if there was a machinery plus the trump get out the vote Jeez. i mean what would
1: that what would that mean rich you would have an obama style wave wouldn't you It would, and forget about worrying about, uh, you know, what happened last time. Charlie, we'd be – I was talking to uh, somebody about this at at Decision Desk actually recently. Um, This would be like an early night, you know, relatively early night. We could uh, all probably pack it in at like 1130 because we know how many votes are potentially left out and whether or not uh, anyone would be able to win that much to make up the ground because of course there will be delays as usual, but that wouldn't matter. You know, everyone feels, everyone pretends or people have this like phony idea that Democrats can just keep like adding infinitely. And that's, uh, you know, how they pull these things off. That's not true. It's that you're, the more you get out there to vote, the less, uh, they have to, to work with. If if I'm saying that, you know, um, I know it's a bit of code, but if I'm saying that uh, accurately enough for people to under- to understand. But, Charlie, this would be a route, Charlie, if they could get these people out. And I'm not alone in this. Look at premise. Everybody's backed this up with this. Suffolk University. It's, uh, this it, would this be the, you, you, over you're right. in hours. The last
0: time Trump is running for president, Republicans are going to be like, where did all of our voters go if you don't fix the machinery? All right, Rich, vice presidential candidates. Typically, the rule is that VP candidates don't do much. What, Who on the roster does yeah. something? Who could be the negative? I would put Nikki Haley. But if you, Rich Barris, with everything you have at your disposal, all the numbers, all the experience, all the wisdom, all the strategy, who should Donald Trump pick?
1: I don't believe in, you know, these arguments, you know, regional compensation. You're from the Northeast, so pick somebody from the Midwest. I just – I don't buy that stuff. I think that you have to find somebody who fits – um the right moment like you you have each candidate has a presidential justification they need that to win the presidency and you need somebody that compensates that uh but with all that being said trump's decision is much harder this year charlie because he needs like an insurance policy he picks somebody like nikki haley no matter what argument you make that it'll help you electorally and i'm not sure it would but no matter what argument you make goes out the window anyway because if the you know, the establishment didn't wage a coup to remove him and install her within three months, I'd be shocked. And if that failed, then I would worry, uh, far more about something else happening. Uh, but rest assured they would make sure Nikki Haley is the president one way, shape or form. So that with that in mind, it's tough. I think in the election we're in, and the way people are feeling, he's got to throw a bomb. And by a bomb, I mean, somebody like vivek or a tucker i love ron johnson i do but he needs a he needs a bomb charlie and he needs somebody who the administrative state is going to fear just as much as, as him if not uh more so and there are a lot of great names in there so i don't mean to leave anybody out but it's yeah, the a tough only, call this year the
0: only downside to ron johnson is you potentially lose a senate Throw that seat, senate which again yeah. if you if you look
1: at the, the sad story of jeff sessions it's not a good that's not a good precedent. Yeah. Scott Walker, if he would be willing to do it, you know, if you could approach Scott Walker and say, Hey Scott, would you would you do it? <laughs> you know, Senate. but even then yeah. you'd have to Yeah. Yeah, even then you'd have to wait, as you know. So uh it's risky. But I I, I really think that voters, especially Republicans right now, Charlie, they're voting on the border. They're voting, of course, on the economy. And then with this all underlying tone that the administrative state is dangerous, we're in a lot of trouble. Even Republicans cite threats to democracy now, but it just means something different to them than when you ask a liberal and they say it. And I think this underlying tone that's beneath the surface gives him this unique ability to pick somebody that is just... Uncharacter, you know how could it? Unconventional. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Last, so last question, um, Rich, and,
0: and this is the New York Times, CNN. Yeah. They have this story every couple of days. But tell me the truth of the matter: If Donald Trump is convicted before election day, how, how does that play in?
1: Yeah. First of all, um, people have that baked in their heads. When, it's like baked in the cake and it's in their heads when you're asking them those questions when a pollster then delivers that question specifically uh depending on the wording they use uh it 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 it's not an accurate gauge uh you're gonna you're they know what answer is the right answer charlie that they know you as a pollster they want that you want them to give um I really don't think that that will have the impact that some people argue they're praying that that's the case and that's why they're rushing for it because uh they i know i know a lot of democrats who think that's their hail mary that's their only way that they're going to hold on this year but when it comes down to it presidential elections most of the time and this time there'll be third parties but it won't be that much different there'll be ab tests and people will have to decide whether or not they're going to pick the guy uh who is prosecuting his opponent uh, who also served this president, and when he did, their lives were better. Uh, you know, or or vice versa. So, I I, I really do think that you know it, we're in that kind of a, a political environment, Charlie. Like if you were to have convicted Joe Biden of something, twenty percent of Democrats still probably are not going to vote for the Republican, even if you convicted Joe Biden. And by the way, those questions don't capture the full scope of what voters are dealing with. So it won't just be about Donald Trump uh, being convicted. If it, if he is, it'll be appealed. And then, you know, Fannie, yep. will, will it be in Georgia where Fannie Willis has her own problems? So it's, it's a misleading question. It is.
0: Rich Barris, big data poll. Excellent work. Thank you so much. Thanks, Charlie. All the best, buddy. Thanks so much for listening. Everybody email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thank you so much for listening and God bless
1: For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.